are tuned in to Strengthen the Soul podcast, a safe place for learning and growing. I am here to help you navigate through life's greatest challenges. I am Katie, your host, a licensed social worker, therapist, intuitive empath, a healer who's healed herself, and I'm here to help you strengthen your soul. We are all beautiful souls in this life. We are healing, we are living, and we are loving. My mission is to bring awareness to all things mental health, provide motivation and information, and discuss mental wellness and spirituality. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Strengthen the Soul podcast. In this episode, we will be talking all about your soul tribe. And for the majority of the episode, I'm going to be focusing on the people you align with. Your vibe attracts your tribe. And when you raise your vibration to a whole new amazing level, you attract the right people into your life. And you also have the people along your path in this lifetime that give you the lessons. It could be people who have been in your life for a while. It could be a stranger. It could be someone who is an acquaintance. It could be a coworker. Your soul tribe is made up of so many different people in your life. So we have the lessons and we have the blessings. There are people in our life that we come in contact with that are mirrors to us. They help to mirror back to us the lessons that we need to learn. There are people who bring out the shadow work in us to help help us bring the darkness into the light and we can't have the light without the dark those lessons from those people are extremely hard and they're very necessary for our growth and our transformation and our healing sometimes you may not understand things until you're able to be outside of the situation and reflect back. And sometimes you have to get to that point in your life where you're able to shift your perspective and you gain the knowledge of your soul purpose. And okay, this is my soul's purpose. That person was part of my tribe for a reason. But that person wasn't meant to be a permanent part of my tribe. So think about the people right now who are in your life. Who is a part of your soul tribe? I have amazing people in my life. And I have people who trigger me. I have people who bring out the worst in me. I have people in my life who bring out the best in me. And now that I have raised my vibration and I have become so clear in my life about the things that I'm meant to do, about the people that I want to be around with, I'm so clearly able to see 
what the purpose each person in my life has been for. They've all had a purpose. Each amazing friendship that I have brings a level of love in my life that I can never explain. I love my core best friends equally, but for different reasons. Each friendship that I have feels like family to me. And I just looked at the time in the recording and it was one minute and 11 seconds when I said that. And that's beautiful. Um, Each friendship that I have feels like family to me, but for a different reason. Each friendship that I have that is that very close friendship. Because I have a lot of friends in my life, but I wouldn't consider every one of my friends that family-like friendship. They're still amazing to me and they're still, I love them so much, but you know, you have that, that circle of family like friends and even, you know, your family members, blood does not define family, but you know, even your family members, you are close with certain family members that feel so great that those relationships feel so great. And some of them are huge triggers for you or Those relationships have caused you trauma early on in your life. But even, you know, those things propelled you into the lessons in this lifetime. So I want this episode to be a reflection for you. I want you to think about what kind of vibe does your tribe have right now? Are there people in your life that aren't aligning with who you are and who you are evolving to be? Or if you feel like you are stuck, is it because of those people? What kind of people do you want in your life? Who are you as a person? Who are you as a friend? Be honest with yourself with how you are. Remember that one of my main mantras is that healing and change start with awareness. You cannot change your life and change your feelings without being aware of where you are now or how far you've come or the things that led you here because the second that we're born We begin our life path and every single step on that path matters and it all aligns. There are no coincidences. There are hard lessons. There are beautiful blessings, but there are no coincidences. You ran into that person for a reason. You met that person at that time for a reason. We are all teachers to each other. We are all learning from each other. We are mirrors for each other. We are all connected. And sometimes this principle is really hard for people to understand. But if you are attracted to my podcast, I feel like you have some knowingness of what I'm talking about. And when we 
become attracted to someone, you know, in our life, we become aware of the lessons that that relationship is teaching us. You know, for instance, I used to go to this, when I first moved to where I live now, I started going to this yoga group that they, you know, when it started to get warmer out in June, we all went down by the water at sunset to do yoga. And it was, it's a beautiful. And I felt myself drawn to this one girl and she was like a, a teacher, um, in the class and she was always around and I just felt like, you know, she came over to me to like uh, reposition me when I was doing positions. And then I felt like I want to be friends with her. Like I really like her energy. I'm attracted to her energy. And then lo and behold, I went to the, like the ending, like we had like a, a wrap up celebration in the fall when the yoga series ended. And I talked to her at that dinner and we just started talking and turns out she's a metaphysical practitioner and I ended up working with her for a while and then we became friends and I know exactly why I was attracted to her energy I had a soul contract with her I know that and I had to learn things from her on my path to get to where I am right now and her energy at times also made me feel uncomfortable And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that that was teaching me something. So the goodness in her and the uncomfortableness that I was feeling sometimes, it taught me things. You know, and I could go on about every single time I felt that way about someone. One of my really, really good friends we always say we're connected because we dream about each other sometimes even on the same night. And we have like almost like the same things about us that we, you know, that we go through and we just know things about each other's lives and we just like, it's such a powerful, beautiful connection. And I know that I have a soul contract with her. I know before coming here, her and I both are being energetic beings we knew we wanted to be in each other's life to love each other and grow in love and teach each other things and help each other in this life path me and my best friend we call each other soulmates wow three minutes and 33 seconds incredible it's happening like so much in this episode and my head is is tingling so i know that i'm channeling something (laughs) But we call each other soulmates because we really do feel like soulmates. And her and I are extremely different. We are so different. We are like the complete opposite. But I think that that's like an amazing thing because we teach each other things. I'm an extremely emotional and sensitive person. And she's an extremely strong and blunt kind of person. And I think I help her to be more of an emotional being and embrace being open, 
whereas she has completely helped me to set boundaries in my life and be strong, where, you know, I have let people kind of walk all over me at times in my life, and she taught me how to be stronger in that, just by being in my life, you know, it's the presence of people in your life, sometimes it's not even their words, because all of us give advice to our friends, and we can receive advice, but we can only understand from our own perception. And I want everybody to, to really take that in, that if you had listened to my previous episodes, you know that we all have those internal filters like I was talking about. And until we expand our understanding of ourselves and until we expand our, our level of perception, we can only understand things from our own level of perception. So we learn best by action. So sometimes it's not even people giving advice. It's seeing them live in their daily lives and being a part of our lives and how they interact in our lives, how the people in our lives interact energetically, that energetic exchange that we have with people. When you're going to get coffee in the morning, Are you giving that positive, loving, energetic exchange? You know, that that teaches you things. So it's important to recognize and be true to who you are in the moment in time in your life. We all have chapters of our life that we go through. And in each chapter of your life, you're surrounded by different people. And you're lucky if you carry a lot of the same people into the different chapters of your life. And as you're transitioning into the different chapters of your life, you learn about yourself more and more and more. And you learn to eliminate the people that you have learned from and identified are not the most positive people to carry into the next chapter. You get to choose who you bring into the next chapter of your life. And sometimes you don't get to choose. Sometimes we lose people because we realize that they're not in alignment to who they are and they choose to leave our life for whatever reason or things just fall away naturally. Or that loss is due to death. But the important thing to remember about death is that you never truly lose those people. They continue into the next chapters of your life. Just in a different way. Those people are still a part of your soul tribe. And they're connected to you and helping you in the highest vibration. They are constantly in a state of love. And they're communicating with you in the language of love. And that is incredible. Sometimes people come back into different chapters later in life after after you guys have grown apart. But you grew individually 
without being into each other's lives. And that's important to recognize too because you grew separately, but then you grew back together. And that plan was always supposed to be that way. And sometimes that's needed with our our soul connections. There are reasons why certain people cannot be in your life at certain times. And there are reasons why others are. When you learn to be grateful for the lessons that you've learned from the the negative vibrational people in your life, it shifts perspective. And then you learn to be grateful for the blessings of those high vibrational people in your life, those loving family connections that you have, blood or not, are so good for your soul. I know recently I was with one of my best friends and I literally was like, I'm so freaking happy because it filled up my soul with like sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) I felt like I was like high on life because I just felt like it was right. It was aligned. It was amazing. So I want to kind of circle back to your support system. Who is in your support system right now? What do they embody? What do they give you? Are they filled with love? Do you feel love when you're with them? Are they genuine? Do they match your energy and your vibration? Do they have the same values? Are they real? Are they comforting? Are they matching the level of effort that you put in to the connection? Do they meet you with love even when there's negative things happening? No relationship is perfect. No friendship is perfect. No family relationship is perfect. You learn how to navigate that human connection in the best way that you know how. And the most important thing that I can stress about your support system is When negative things happen between you guys, that you meet each other with love and you release the ego and you release that negativity, you can be mad if someone really hurt you. You can set up boundaries. That's important. You can express emotion, but it's also about meeting each other with love. And understanding and compassion and grace. If someone does something to hurt you and they're not going to be going into the next chapter of your life. And that is okay. But it's important to meet with love. So that you do not harbor those anger, angry emotions. For you. Because when we engage in hate and anger and and harboring those negative emotions and not releasing them when we need to. We're the only people that feel that. I know that I feel better when I feel what I'm supposed to feel, 
release it and meet with love. Because then I'm moving forward in my life into a different chapter in a good space, in a good vibration. Do you have a support system in your life that you can overcome the little things? If you can't overcome the small things, so I just kind of talked about if something negative between you guys happened and you have to part ways, right? That's some that I'm hoping that if that's happening in your life, that something really big happened, something bad happened that you can't navigate through, right? Like for instance, if someone steals from you or lies to you um, in a way that is so extremely hurtful that you know, you can't have them a part of your life anymore. Or, you know, in a relationship, if they're um, not loyal to you, if it's a situation where you can't forgive and move forward and you're never going to be able to trust again. But in, in the situation of the everyday life and the little things, right? Like if you forgot something or, you know, you got into a little tiff with someone, if you don't have people in your life your support system where you can talk about it in a loving, mature way and let it go, that says so much to me about the kind of relationship and support system because that other person is not on the same level vibrationally as you. If I think back to a little tiff that I had with someone and I tried to have a mature conversation about something that was so minor and it could have gone a completely different way, but this person was in denial, defensive, aggressive. That's not meeting our connection with love. That's projecting into the relationship. That's projecting into the friendship and that's not love. That's low vibration and it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with where the person is in their journey. And unfortunately, I don't want to carry that into the next chapter of my life. Because the next chapter of my life does not include people who are not able to meet me with love. And that's important for me to be aware of. I want my support system to be secure, mature, Love, genuine, forgiving. Can people in my life forgive me if I do something wrong? Can I forgive the people in my life that do me wrong? Do I have people who will put the same amount of effort into my life that I put into theirs? And again, kind of going back about the types of friendships that you have, every single person in your life or relationship, you know, family, partnership, friendship, co-workers, everything, those dynamics that you have in your life, they're all different for a reason. No connection is the same. I think one of the most important lessons that I learned last year with my support system was dedication and unconditional love. I went through 
the absolute worst thing that I could have ever went through last year. And I'm still going through it. I'm just in a more open, healed, and loving place within myself. So I'm able to manage better. And that's a whole different topic. (laughs) But my support system was there for me when I didn't want to live. Like, I wanted to give up and I did not know how to function. And it got easier over time. And they were there for me continuously. And they still are. But in the very, very beginning of what I went through, even on the first day, my sister sat with me and, you know, constantly filled water and put it up to my mouth and fed me because I could not do it myself. And that's the kind of support system that I want in my life. I want the people who drop everything for me to come and feed me, give me that love and support, sit next to me and hold my hand when I'm crying. And it validated the love that I had in my life. And I just looked at the clock and it's 10, 10. And I don't know if you listened to the previous episodes, but this happened on Saturday night when I recorded the first podcast, so that's incredible. Um, but when I went through something so traumatic and profound in my life, my support system stepped up for me. And it strengthened the relationships I had in my life because people stepped up. I saw the true meaning of love my dad he lives two hours away from me and he was begging me to come and see me and he finally did like a week later because you know when you go through something traumatic it's so hard to even let people in sometimes you don't have the energy to even like I said feed yourself so how can you be around other people sometimes and He begged and begged and begged and begged and finally he came, you know, but he would have, and he would do that any, you know, any, any time. But, and I know for some people it's like, oh, of course he's your dad, but still he didn't have to. My friends didn't have to. My sister didn't have to. My mom didn't have to do the things that they did, but they did. You know, my friends showed up to my house with food to feed me because I had no energy to cook. My friends sat on the phone with me any time that I needed to call and cry. Even if it was for, like, no words were coming out. It was just crying. They did that. And that's the kind of support system that I want in my life. And sometimes things happen like that to really show you who is there and who isn't there. Of course, I lost some friends through that because, you know, and I send them love, you know, but I just don't think they knew how to handle it. And that's okay. 
but their priorities and their values were not aligning with me. I had friends who had no consideration for what I was going through and, you know, were like, oh, let's go out and, you know, oh, I went through a breakup and I need you right now. And, you know, I I lost someone extremely close to me and so, um, you know, I couldn't really be there for someone who went through, you know, a breakup with someone and because I had lost my boyfriend and he passed away. So I, you know, I, I kind of drifted apart from people who weren't, you know, on the same journey as me and that's okay. I still have love for them, but it just wasn't aligning with what was going on in my life. So just to add on to that, you know, it's just that person wasn't valuing me and what I was going through. And me being the empathic person that I am, I tried to be there for them. But I had to choose myself because it was hurting me too much. And I found myself also focusing on other people's problems to avoid dealing with the hurt and pain that I felt. And that distraction helped me in the moment, but it really wasn't nurturing my soul because those connections weren't feeding my growth or my healing. And ultimately, I had to learn that, you know, recently. And that's okay because learning and healing takes time. You have to go through life to heal. You have to go through life to learn, you know, and it takes years and time. So all of that to say that You might be friends with someone for years before you're ready to let them go. Or you might be friends with someone for years before you're ready to really reflect and say, wow, that person honestly has been such a staple, amazing, loving person in my support system for the last couple years. And I'm able to really reflect on how I want them to to continue in the next chapters of my life. Sometimes people are just consistent and they're there and all of a sudden you wake up and say, thank God they have been there in every chapter of my life and thank God they're going to be there in the next one. How you define yourself as a person and how you define yourself as a soul connected to another soul will help you define the kind of souls that you want in your life. So I want you to start reflecting on your tribe, family, partnerships, relationships, working relationships, and decide what kind of vibe you want for your tribe and what kind of vibe you have in your tribe. Do you need to grow 
Well, we all do. But what can you do to be a better soul in your tribe? And what kind of souls do you want in your tribe? These kind of questions will help you to strengthen those souls' connections. Strengthen your tribe. Strengthen your vibe. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. (laughs) Like I said, we do have soul contracts that we make before we come here. And it's honestly really interesting if you tap into that knowledge and if you do some research on soul contracts. One of my favorite books is Embraced by the Light. It's a really easy read. I couldn't put it down. It was amazing. But it's about a woman who, it's a true story, and she has a near-death experience. And she describes her whole experience with going into the light after she passed away and embracing it. And everything that she learned by going to heaven And obviously she lived to tell the story. And they talk all about the contracts that you make before you come here. And how beautiful it is. And how all the different souls that are there that are guiding us and are connected to us. That we don't even know. Cheering us on. Loving us. Guiding us. Protecting us. There's also another book that really changed my life, and it's called Many Lives, Many Masters. And it's about this psychiatrist who is treating this woman with chronic anxiety and fear. And she doesn't know where it's coming from, and it is getting worse and worse and worse. And he's a very well-known psychiatrist, and he practiced hypnotherapy. And this is a true story, by the way. And he starts treating this woman and puts her under in hypnosis. And through hypnosis, she's a channel for spirit. And she taps into her past lives. And in her past lives, she's learning All the different lessons that she learned in her past lives are actually triggering the anxiety and the fears in her current life. And through being in hypnosis, she also channels spirit. So some connections were made, even for like the doctor. He lost a son very early into the son's life. Like I think he only lived maybe couple months and he had a heart condition but the little son like the son came through the patient in hypnosis and gave a message to the doctor and he was like what I can't question this at all because that was real how would she know that you know and that was spirit and that was love and it was amazing and reading both those books Different authors, different situations, different themes, everything. 
it had the same details, the same premise of us being souls, us choosing what we do before we come here, us having soul families and soul contracts with our soul families and, you know, all of that stuff. So it's really, really cool. I'm really passionate about it. Um, it makes me feel connected to the people that I've lost because I know that they're here and they, I know that we do not die, we transition. So we have soul tribes here where we, where we are physically here on earth learning together, our soul purpose here is to learn and so we are all learning together in our tribe and again it could be people for short periods of time like a minute or two of your whole life or life like you know the span of your lifetime a couple chapters one chapter or a hundred chapters and we also have our soul tribe in the spirit world guiding us in heaven and it's incredible to know that we are so connected all of us are so connected and we are all connected with love so I think that's important to recognize when you have those beautiful connections that are blessings and even the lessons it's all connected with love because the lessons teach us and the blessings keep us happy, keep us loved. And that consists of both here physically and then in heaven, in the spirit world, in a different dimension. We are all so connected in so many different ways. So it's pretty powerful to think that your soul tribe extends to a different dimension <laughs> and you are so loved. I think that's something that, you know, I learned is that the only religion and language is love and um, something to think about as you're living your life here. To know that you are loved so much by people that you might not even know or you might not even understand it and you might think I sound crazy <laughs> but you're still loved so doesn't change it and you're guided and you're protected and you're being cheered on to learn the lessons with everybody here and also reap the blessings with everybody here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Strengthen the Soul podcast. It's important to know that there are lessons and blessings in your soul tribe. And I hope that this episode resonated with you. Something that I like to do after each episode is to include one of my favorite songs 
that kind of goes along with the episode. So, enjoy the music and stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you so much.